Hello, beautiful lady, and welcome back to episode number 34 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. I am so stoked to be here recording with you today. Reason being is that I've spent this week reaching out to people that I think will be amazing guests on the show. These are a mix of experts in specific areas to do with personal growth and your self-confidence and real people you know all the guests that we get on here they've got some kind of story some kind of thing that they're super passionate about and they are just out there doing it and that is exactly the same as today's guest i'm so excited to be sharing this episode with you with the beautiful Brittany from the gratitude habit it's a project that she started all on her own she's been committed to it for years now and i am just so inspired by this lady so i'm going to stop talking now and let's get straight into the interview catching up with Brittany, all about gratitude This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. So Brittany, I'm so excited to have you here on the show. You and I literally met a few days ago um, as we're now recording this. By the time it's live, we would have known each other for literally one week. We were at our friend's 30th birthday party last weekend in Topor. You and I started chatting and instantly I was like, this lady is freaking awesome. You know how every time, well, this is my view on life anyway, like every time I go somewhere or I do something, I'm always thinking, you know, I could meet an awesome person today. Like this could be an opportunity to make a great connection, to meet a new friend. Like you just never know what's going to come from something as cool as a 30th birthday party. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, so happy to have you on the show. I don't know if you've listened to any of my episodes before, but usually what I do is I start off with a quick fire this and that just to get to know you a little bit more. So how do you feel about getting into it straight away? Oh, let's do it. Beautiful. Okay. Are you a coffee drinker or hot chocolate? Coffee all the way. Mm-hmm. What kind of coffee do you have? Uh, almond milk, flat white and a nice little cup so you can really taste it. Oh, that's so good. See, I'm a currently, changes all the time, but currently an oat milk, flat white and a large cup because I want to make it last as long as I can. <laughs> um, another food one, sweet or savory? Oh, it changes, but honestly, I'm such a sweet tooth. I think if there was, you know, sweets or savouries laid out, I'd go for the sweets first. Oh, for sure. What's your go-to sweet food? Oh, probably chocolate. (laughs) Me too. Like, chocolate is life. Honestly, chocolate is life. Um, Reading books or listening to audio? I am an audible geek. Like, I probably probably Mm -hmm. do, like, a book a week. (laughs) Wow. What what are you listening to at the moment? Um, Personal development stuff. I'm actually listening to a book. I can't remember the author's name, um, but it's Why Did Nobody Ever Tell Me This? Um, Really, really interesting book around um, mental health. And, you know, like, what, wow. why has nobody told me that some of these things are really normal when you're in human life? Oh, my gosh. That sounds like an epic, epic book. I'll send it to you. <laughs> oh, sounds great. Okay. Last one. Um, big party or small gathering? Massive party. Really? What do you love about <laughs> yeah. massive parties? 
Um, I'm a really, really big um, social person. I love bringing people together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just love, love the connection, cool. love networking, love meeting people like yourself. Um, I do love the intimate connection, but I love that one-on-one. So either it's big group or one-on-one rather than sometimes if you're in a, like a small connection environment, you don't actually get to connect with everyone. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Okay. So now that we've had a little bit of, you know, an introduction to the life of Brittany, why don't you actually tell us a bit about yourself? Like where do you live? Um, what's important to you? That kind of thing. Awesome. So I I live currently in Taupo, New Zealand, um, but I actually fuck up up to um, Kirikiriroa, so up in Hamilton. Um, I was born and bred up there. Um, we moved to Taupo. Interesting story, but um, following lockdown, we ended up here. Um, yeah. So that's re- really love it here. It's beautiful. It's yeah, definitely we call it home now. Mm. Um, in terms of <laughs> who I am and where I've been, I'm one of those people who have done so many different careers throughout my life. Um, definitely one who samples the world and just mm. kind of lives life to the full. Um, anyone who knows me um, is kind of has branded me as like busy Brit. Like, like how do you fit everything in? Um, I'm mm. definitely somebody who just squeezes all the juice out of life. Um, but one of my huge passions um, is health and well-being. And that's not just from a physical, like often when I say that, people are like, okay, she must be like a clean eater. I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, I love chocolate and coffee and all the things, but, mm, and yeah. gin, not, yeah, not right now, but, um, <laughs> and, uh, but mental health as well. So I really pride myself on being somebody who tries to understand how we can live a much brighter life. Mm. Um, and I believe that does start in the mind. So yeah, that's kind of a bit about me. I love that. And that makes so much sense as we then go on to chat about your, your passion and say your, your current muse, which is the gratitude habit. And when you and I were talking the other day, as soon as you started talking about this, like your whole aura just changed and you just got so excited and we just vibed on it. And obviously I love personal development. I love anything to do with improving yourself, your own life, your own physical and mental health, and then being able to be the example and be the light for other people who want to um, have that for themselves as well. So seeing you talking about the gratitude habit, I was like, this is epic. So why don't you tell us about the gratitude habit? Like, what is it? When did you start it? And why did you start it? Awesome. So the gratitude habit is... uh... I'll call it like a little side project, but it's actually become a business and it's also registered Mm. as a not-for-profit trust, which is a story in itself of how it ended up that way. Uh, But back in 2017, I just arrived home from travel and while traveling, I'd started quite naturally just creating a journal and so sort of waking up each day because I felt I had time and space to write Mm. what I was grateful for and also what I was praying or some people might prefer the word wishing or manifesting for. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that the things I was sort of putting in there made me feel different I was like there's Mm. something to this I really didn't have something that sort of sparked it or you know I didn't read a book that said you should journal Um, it was very much I felt like quite a guided process like it just kind of happened in my life and I got Mm. home and I was like everyone needs a journal everyone (laughs) and so I started with giving two journals to two of my closest girlfriends and a couple of weeks later I was like how are you going with it what have you been writing and 
they were like, uh, nothing. I haven't opened uh, it. I'm like, uh, why not? And they're like, well, I don't know what to write. And I was like, okay, so this is not a natural, <laughs> you know, like sometimes you assume silly in a way that something's so natural to you that it's natural to other people too. Mm. And this just wasn't mm. wasn't a natural thing for some people to be able to just write on paper. And mm. so they said, well, can you help us? And I was like, what does that look like? And so I sat on it and I was like, I don't know, like do I sit with them and have a coffee and sort of talk through it? And then... I was actually involved in a marketing consultancy at the time and there was uh, four or five of us contracting in um, all around a similar age, all all female. And I was like, I'm going to get these girls' journals and see how they go. And one of them suggested, and she's actually now a business partner of The Gratitude Habit, which is a really cool story too. Wow. Um, but she suggested, why don't you create a Facebook page? Like, why don't you teach people in a really light and fluffy and you know, this not being a business at this point, way how to be more grateful. Mm. I was like, I could do that. That's easy. Like, I could I could show up on a Facebook page. No, this, I mean, this is back when Facebook group pages actually got any, <laughs> any run anywhere because people weren't so busy. Um, yeah. And so um, over time, that page, basically, I would gift journals to people and it ended up wow. being um, – a lot of journals, there's over 250 mm. journals that have been given from wow. me, um, but wow. there was an encouragement to be other people to gift journals and bring people into the space, and mm. um, that in, in there is actually quite, um, I would call it like a woo-woo or a God story, um, okay. I kind of walked into Kmart and I was like, oh, there's quite a few journals on this on this shelf, um, how many should I get? I knew they were on special, they're like $2 each, they were like wow. super affordable, Beautiful yeah. journals, but for whatever reason, they're special. And I just felt like I had this, you know, don't know how far you want to go on the podcast. But this you voice do you, man. Go through. as hard as you want to get. We, we, always, we, we share truth here, right? Speak your truth. <laughs> so I'm standing in front of this shelf, and I'd bought these five journals for the girls I was contracting mm. with the, the weeks prior. Mm. I'm standing in front of the shelf, and I was like, well, how many should I buy? Thinking, you know, mm. do I buy another five? Do I buy another ten? And I got the clearest kind of the spiritual God message I've ever heard. Mm. And it yeah. was, clear the shelf, but leave five. And I was like, wow. what?" And I still get shivers every time I say that story. But I was like, mm. what the heck? And thankfully, I had taken a trolley over to this flipping shelf because there were 200 journals on that shelf. And so I ring my husband on the way to the checkout. And I said, hey, hun, don't look at the account. Like, just don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> that's a God thing. And I'll talk to you about it when I get home. Yeah. But on, along the way, in Kmart, I met two women who were like, I want to be involved. What is this? Add me to the page. And so I was like, oh, okay, God. whatever's in this, there's something mm. in this. Um, mm. And so that's kind of where the journal gifting started. And I felt, um, yeah, I just I just felt really called cool that this was like a gentle way to get people into gratitude. And like just the look on people's faces when I, I hand wrote in every journal that I gave yeah. and explained how to do the process and stuff. But you know, it would be like you'd meet a barista that had mm. served you coffee for the last week or two and you'd gift them this journal and they're like, oh my gosh, nobody gives me anything. And wow. then they're part of this community. So, wow. yeah, so that's kind of where it started as something quite simple. Yeah. And um, I guess it's kind of evolved. Oh, that is just so cool. And I feel like you and I, just in that story you've shared, are so aligned. When I first started Girls Get Confident, 
it literally started as this list of 52 things you can do to become confident within yourself. And they were things like go play on a swing, um, go and anonymously buy the person behind you a coffee, things like that, like little acts of kindness that built up, um, create this really strong sense of self and confidence within you. And one of the things that we had on the um, that list was journaling as well. And it, it really is amazing when you just feel called to do something and you're like, people need this. And it, it, you know, you call it God, you call it spirit, whatever, but it's like something is speaking to you from above. You've got no idea. You don't know what's happening. You're like, this is kind of creepy. I'm like, do I trust this? I don't know what's going on here. But you just think, well, what have I got to lose, really? And you go for it. So that is amazing. Now, you said about that bank purchase of 200 journals. How has your husband been around the gratitude project and let's say the amount of money you might have invested in um sorry the gratitude habit yeah he's he's honestly such a legend like I Mm. definitely definitely chose well or got lucky when it came to um yeah marrying Sean uh he has been so incredibly supportive of the journey the whole way through um, and I think a bit like how you saw me, kind of my posture changes and my, my light changes. Um, mm. He knows how much this project means to me. Um, but a big, I mean, a, a big central part of this is not just like this happy, flappy journaling stuff. Yeah. Um, I have a really deep, deep set belief that we have um, some significant mental health issues in New Zealand. And mm-hmm. I, I having experienced those myself, and, and I know mm-hmm. that through this journaling space and through the research I've done around gratitude, mm-hmm. we have the power in this space, and, and obviously collaborating with other people, to really shift some of our suicide stats or shift our mm-hmm. depression stats. And so I think for me, he, he knows that's where my heart sits. He knows that's, that's my passion why. and my purpose, mm-hmm. and that's my why. And mm-hmm. so he's just like, do it. Like, he's just so, so supportive. Wow, that is amazing. And so you started with saying that you were overseas traveling, you gravitated towards journaling, your experiences. Was there, um, you know, what was the, I guess, shift from journaling into an actual gratitude practice? Interesting. (laughs) If you're happy to share. (laughs) So for a while, even when I created this Facebook page, I was like, um, and, and it was always a gratitude journaling practice. So I'm a, I'm mm. definitely I'm very extroverted. So I write to process things. Mm. Um, so I can journal as well. But this gratitude journaling was was very much like a daily task or something that I really saw was was filling my life. Mm. However, it was probably about a year or two into the gratitude habit, and I had had conversations of sort of people saying, "Oh, well, I don't really like writing," and I was like, mm. "What?" Like, how can you not like Mm. writing? And there was this very much um, single-minded pathway of how I thought gratitude should be practiced. Mm -hmm. And so uh, over time, understanding that obviously we all learn differently, we obviously all go through life differently. And and on my own journey over the past five years, doing a lot of self-development work to be able to see those things differently, I started to understand that writing in a book is not for everyone. Yes, I truly do believe it is one of the most 
like powerful and powerful ways and ways to strengthen a habit is writing it down because there's lots of neuroscience around what happens when we write things down. However, it's not always the be all and end all. And so now what we what we kind of guide and mentor in the gratitude habit space on our free monthly calls and uh, mm. we've got lots of stuff sort of coming next year um, yes. is around finding ways to be actively grateful that you could literally tick on a calendar, yes, I was grateful today. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's less about like having all these journal pages full of perhaps emptiness or things that you think you're grateful for and really mm-hmm. tuning into that, that heart and soul of being grateful. So, yeah, that's I guess that the flip kind of came through my own personal development journey of seeing different ways that this could become a practice as opposed to just journaling. Yes, okay, I got it, I got it. So... What are you grateful for today? <laughs> so interestingly, every night before we go to bed, my husband and I do a journal together. And so Beautiful. really love that kind of practice. But um, mm. I'm really grateful for a great night's sleep last night. Mm, <laughs> so yes. yeah, current, currently obviously um, nearly about to pop being pregnant. So a great night's sleep is not, not always not always in the um, Super grateful that my darling husband went to walk the dogs this morning because it's just not possible Lovely. for me right now. Um, mm. And I'm really grateful to have connected with you, Janelle, because um, like you said at the start of this call, it is like quite happenstance when you meet these people yes. and you kind of just, your light fills their light and you're like, okay, yes. what's happening here? Oh. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just like so soul nourishing when you have those chats and you're like, yes, we are on the same page. We are going to be friends. This is so cool. Now <laughs> I have to circle back because um, yes, you are pregnant. You are very close to your due date. And so when um, I had this inspiration to check back in with you after meeting you the other night and ask if you'd like to be a guest on the show I had to be like hey well aware of the elephant in the room you're about to become a mum so life's going to change very very soon um so you know did you want to jump on now or afterwards and I'm so glad that you chose now because that means that we get to share this goodness with our ladies um now rather than waiting for a few months time for things to get all settled and whatnot you never know what what comes up right and and you might actually just be loving being with your child so much that actually no sorry Jana, I don't want to be on your podcast because I'm just loving everything I'm doing right now instead of, you know, so I'm really grateful that we got to have this time with you. That's what I'm grateful for today. So thank you. And um, thank you, little baby, for giving mum a few more moments so that we could record this podcast. It means a lot. <laughs> um, so you've mentioned a bit about the, the, the brain and the science around how gratitude can impact. I know that um, through looking on your website and stuff, you state around um, scientists reporting that gratitude has the power to literally change the wiring of your brain. And why might somebody want to rewire their brain? Like It's one of those things that for me, when I talk and I do specific episodes on the podcast, kind of like how-tos, it's easy to have a title of how to rewire your brain, but why? Why is that important or why might that be something that somebody might want to do for themselves? Awesome. So if I may, I'm going to use a a metaphorical example for this because I feel like it really lands when people understand um, how gratitude shifts our wiring. And so it's something that I often use in workshops or in guest speaking spaces that I'm sort of invited in. 
But I guess if you could kind of imagine you're about to walk out the door and you've got your keep cup or your coffee cup, your tea, your bright, bright, bright raspberry tea, something in your hand and you're wearing a beautiful white shirt. And it's in that moment that you spill that coffee all down that beautiful white shirt that you can see where your brain is at. So mm. there are some people who are going to respond in that situation uh, with swear words and anger and frustration. Mm. And that is all part of the human emotion. And that is really important. There's there's no, um, I mean, it's probably like somebody who's a monk who would be like, oh, I'm so happy that I just poured it in the front. But, you know, <laughs> most of the time we're going to we're going to have some profanity come out or we're going to say something that. You know, this is actually a scenario that happened to me, and so using it in the spaces that I've yes. used it has been really powerful. But so, you, you know, you spill coffee all down your front, and you're sitting there like, right, I'm already running late for work. I was scrambling mm -hmm. to the car. Why did I even need this flipping drink this morning? Mm -hmm. And so all these mm -hmm. things go through your head. And so for somebody who hasn't had the chance or created the space or even been in touch with these concepts of gratitude and understanding gratitude practices, that coffee spill could completely ruin their day or their week or their month. And so yeah. they go and get changed. They walk out the door angry and they they can't see the yin and the yang of the situation. Mm -hmm. so they can't see, okay, look, this has happened, but what, what else could I see? <clears throat> mm -hmm. For somebody who has a practice of gratitude, there will still be some anger <laughs> about, about mm -hmm. what happened, mm -hmm. but the anger has got a much shorter fuse. It's, it's mm. lived for a lot less long, yes. less time. Mm -hmm. In that time, you're able to almost get to the point of laughing. And like, you know, you get to the point where you're like, <laughs> you know what? I'm so grateful I've got a washing machine. I'm grateful I've totally. got another top I can go put on. I've got yeah. some nappy sand. I remember thinking when this happened to a beautiful white blazer of mine, you know what? My favorite color is yellow. And if this stain doesn't come out, I am going to dye this thing yellow. Like, so totally. your, your brain goes down a completely different route. Yeah. And, and if we mm. were looking at that metaphorical pathway, I see the gratitude pathway as being very clear and very open. Mm. And the pathway that's not traveled in gratitude or, or the space that hasn't been rewired has lots of logs to climb over and swamps to go through and holes to jump in. And, and so it's a lot harder to trudge that space when you mm. haven't got that, that gratitude attitude I guess you could call it does that kind of make sense I love that it's, it, it makes so much sense I've literally been in that position having that day where I was rushing late and I was like I really need a coffee I'm gonna I, I know I'm late but I'm gonna pull over and get one anyway and I got to this event I was the last one there I put my coffee down and then the facilitator makes us all stand up and then as I stand up where you know I think I can't remember what we we're doing whether it was like some yoga or something to start the day and then I just hear like a commotion behind me and I turn around and there's this guy and he spilt my coffee all over the ground and I just remember in that moment being so so angry <laughs> I was just fuming but then as the time went on I was like able to see I'm so grateful that I'm here. Who cares about the coffee? Like I can be high on life just by being in this room and that's what matters, you know? So I love that concept of the gratitude attitude. So next question is how long might it take somebody to start noticing those difference in the way that they live their life day to day? Because I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that personal development or personal growth is a lifelong journey. You know, once you jump on, 
once you get down the rabbit hole, you're not getting off because you just see the changes in yourself and why would you not want more of that? And so then um, when it comes to certain things, we kind of like to know an idea of how long it might take until we can start noticing some differences um, and if there's anything we can do to kind of fast track that along. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So another metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) Very much the same way um, starting a new gym routine. Mm. If you buy a gym membership, so if you think you're going to be grateful and you don't actually go and do any mahi or do any work, Mm. nothing's going to change. Mm. But if you choose to show up, and I often talk about the gratitude gym, you know, like day one, just find one thing you're grateful for. You're lifting that one kilo gratitude weight. Day two, find two things you're grateful for. But honestly, um, I, I have feedback constantly that this this really shifts your brain within seven days. It is not mm. a 30-day, six-month, two-year struggle because uh, positivity and gratitude perpetuate mm. themselves. And totally. so the more that we feel we can be in the space, the, the more that we're like, wow, there's so much more to be grateful for. Um, mm. And I've, I've had people, you know, write me beautiful cards and say, I can't believe how much more I can see now. Like I'm even like driving out my driveway and seeing nature and being grateful that there's birds. Yeah. Like I've never even noticed yeah. there were birds before. And so that is honestly to do with the prefrontal cortex, being able to recognize these things because it's a muscle, just like our biceps. Mm. And mm. when we gently flex it and gently move it, we're in a better position to use it. Just just as if you mm. went to pick up something really heavy, but you'd never been to the gym, versus having gone to the gym and, and you pick up something heavy and it feels really easy. So, mm. yeah. So honestly, if people did three things they're grateful for, for a week, they will feel a difference and that's the, the mm. dopamine and the serotonin and the neurochemicals changing yeah. that prefrontal cortex muscle in our brain. Yes. So as a bare minimum, those three things can be just listing them out loud, listing them in your mind or going as far as putting them in a specific journal if you want to. Absolutely. And and cool. the, the writing definitely is going to strengthen the muscle more you know Mm. if you thought about talking them out loud that's like being in the gym and watching someone (laughs) and Mm. if you thought about writing it's literally like going and picking up the weight because the weight is actually going to touch the muscle or touch the brain and some people are really worried about writing things down because they don't want other people to find them and I'm like write it down on a notepad and burn it or write it down on a notepad and bin it like you don't have to keep the essence of those things Mm. but then Mm. people like me I've got you know journals that are finished you know stacked yeah I feel you I love that yeah (laughs) yeah oh that's so cool yes I actually have um a client who when we first started working together had a fear of journaling as well because out of that fear of um you know somebody reading what's in her journal and um you and I were actually talking about this the other night and quite often what can happen is people have an instance in their life where that trust is broken in which when they were a kid they might have had their journal um being read by say a brother or you know a sibling or a parent and that can really hurt you as you grow up and you can feel this sense of like broken trust and that would give you this fear 
I'm not wanting to write down, even though you know, say it might be really good for you. I love that concept of burning. And um, since you've said that, I um, have made it part of my practice now when I'm referring people to journal on certain things after our coaching sessions to give full permission, like, hey, you can burn this after you've done it. The point is that you actually write it and get it out of your mind and then feel free to burn it. It doesn't have to be recorded there forever. Mm. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I think that is so beautiful. Okay, so you've shared with us how we can get started with a gratitude practice now. I love that. I love having practical tools on the podcast. Another thing that I would love for you to talk to us about is the community that you're building because it is free. It is a private Facebook group. So what the um, people in the SA is going to be kept nice and um, contained within the members. How can the lovely Girls Get Confident ladies who are listening join the gratitude habit awesome so um something that we've run since 2017 which is where this all began um Mm. is called the gratitude habit inner circle um Mm. it was originally the gratitude habit hub and we kind of changed it to the inner circle kind of for what you're saying it's very much it's you know kept contained there's nothing sort of out there with it uh, but via our Instagram page, there is a link to join that group. And like mm-hmm. you say, it is absolutely free. It is about us mm-hmm. just providing a space to kind of motivate and have conversations and discussions um, mm-hmm. around gratitude. Um, but it's also got the last five years of content in there. So it does oh, allow people to dreamy. see the journey of um, gratitude habit and where we've come and sort of go back yeah. as far as they want. Um, yeah. In terms of resources and things like that, we're still getting there with getting some of our resources online. Um, yeah, it's definitely sure. gone from passion project to business, and I know you you know exactly how that feels. But yes. so yes. we're still in a very much a growth phase. So nice to jump on and be part of that. But yeah, yeah. and then we do our free call once a month, which is very much just a, a Zoom call where a number of women can register, and, and not just women, it's men as well, but it seems to be predominantly women who show up. But yeah. Um, can connect and and be part of that space and have some free encouragement around gratitude Mm. and and mind health and yeah (laughs) oh I think that's so fantastic and I was as I was preparing for this call with you I went onto the um, Facebook group and I did I had a scroll and I love your say weekly um, post around themes. So you've got Wednesday welfare, fun fact Friday. And the thing I loved about the fun fact Friday, one of them, which I wanted to share was three things today will compound to 21 things in a week and 1,092 things in one year. So that is why going back to what you shared earlier, Brittany, around just being grateful for three things per day, that then over a year compounds and gives you 1,092 things that you are grateful for. And imagine how focusing on knowing that you've got 1,092 things in your life at a minimum that you're grateful for, how much of an impact that is going to have on your life moving forward. So um, love the group, love the way um, you are educating, creating awareness, and also engaging the community to stick with it as well. And we've got the link to that group below as well. So you can go and check the description of this episode and you'll see the link right there because I absolutely um, think it is super special what you're doing and would encourage anybody listening to go and get involved with that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before we wrap up, is there um, a piece of advice that you would be able to share for a person who wants to 
uh, grow their self-awareness. They want their life to be better. And, you know, you've piqued their curiosity through this episode talking about the gratitude habit. What can they do today to get started? I know we've already shared the three things that you're grateful for, but is there something else? So as you were just talking about the um, 1,092 and, you know, three a day Mm. and all that stuff, Mm. it really made me think of a concept that I really love to encourage people on, and it's around... It's around five minutes. So mm. so it's not about sitting down. I think a lot of people think that a gratitude practice needs to be an hour or half an hour or 20, 30 minutes to, to work. Um, mm. Honestly, it's about five minutes, five yeah. minutes a day. And um, if we look at how much we spend in the scroll hole, <laughs> there's many totally. people spending more time <laughs> than that scrolling Instagram or, you know, deliriously looking at their phone. Um, and mm. I often encourage people to set up a, a song that they love and just spend that time being grateful. Um, but <laughs> probably the best thing I can say is it doesn't have to be five minutes of extra time. So mm. um, I love Tony Robbins' concept of no extra time learning. Yes. And gratitude can be the same. So um, one thing that's been really popular amongst our group at the moment is having a gratitude shower. So literally mm. as you open the door to your shower, that's when you think of the three things you're grateful for. And so instead of um, having to like, okay, I've got to sit down and have my journal and I've got to put a timer on for five minutes, mm, it's, mm. it's making those, those times in your day a habit. Or when you brush your teeth, using that time to think of what you're grateful for rather than, you know, like before bed, great time to wind the brain down rather than um, whatever else goes through our head at that time of day. So it's yeah. about pivoting and bringing in gratitude as a practice and a habit and, and, and stacking it, you know, Atomic Habits, um, James, I can't remember his name, yes. but, you know, stacking those yeah. habits, yeah, with, with life so that gratitude becomes part of life, not yes. part of the vacuuming and cleaning chore list because that's sometimes where yeah. people put it. Yeah. Oh, Brittany, I think that is absolute magic. And yes, I love that concept from Tony Robbins of no extra time. I feel like there is so much magic in that concept alone and what you've done there of adding gratitude to be that thing that you do with no extra time is super special. I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Ladies, get into that private Facebook group jump on one of the monthly inner circle calls. Um, Super, super great way for you to continue with your personal growth, helping you to grow your self-awareness and your self-confidence and meeting amazing women just like you, Brittany. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Janelle. This has been awesome.